We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It's October 25th. It is 2023. We have a huge 12-game NBA slate to talk about here on today's podcast, and we're getting the band back together. I got my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Will, 12 NBA games. Opening night, if you faded Jokic like myself, you're probably ready for this 12-game slate. How are you doing my friend. I'm doing just fine. And, and I think that's for both of us, Stevie. And once again, you know, in, in a, on, a, on a normal slate, am I probably going to fade Jokic in that spot? Maybe not. What a two-gamer, though. You got to find a way. And it just didn't work out for us. Um, and then even, even some of those secondary Denver pieces, Stevie, like, you know, KCP, um, uh, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., they all just kind of teed off. I stacked a lot more of the later game. I only had two pieces from that game. I had AD and uh, D'Angelo Russell. That was it. Outside of that, everybody else I had is from the late game. So it's not going to be a good night for me in the DFS streets. I, I may be okay with Pickham um, as we wind down. I'll find out later. But uh, once again, I'm, I'm definitely uh, excited to come on. I mean, NBA is back. And, you know, we got a nice big slate today. Hopefully – you know, we hit our sweet spot, eight eight games or so on some of these, Stevie, and and, and, and we'll be ready to rock. What's up, YouTube chat? Hope everyone's having a fantastic Tuesday night. If you're new and you haven't been back for the morning grind since last NBA season, we're live on YouTube every night now, uh, typically at 10 p.m. Eastern. I know it's a little later here on Tuesday night. I had 
dinner with my beautiful wife and yes, um, and she did. enjoyed it. So um thank you to Will for pushing it back tonight. Um I know he gets up super early, so um now <laughs> he he can he can send me a text tomorrow morning and um <laughs> wake me up or and he is that is true. I, I do get up fairly early, but yeah. Yeah. All right, well, we got 12 games. Um, as always, we are first look podcast. I say this a lot with basketball. First look, man. It is it's early um in the night. We do have a little bit of injuries that we're looking for. Obviously, the biggest news on the slate is gonna be whether or not Luca plays or not. That's a huge um huge deal breaker on this one. And we'll talk about some of the other ones as we get going. Here we go. We're off to the races, Will. We have Atlanta at Charlotte, your Charlotte Hornets, 235.5 total. Atlanta, a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Matthews out for Atlanta. Bridges and Martin out for Charlotte. Let's start with the Atlanta Hawks. What do you like here for Atlanta? Well, here's what I will say right now, Stevie. Like, I feel like we get a Trey Young discount usually to start the season, like 8,400, 8,300. Not this time, Stevie. Uh-uh. Right out of the gate. 9,800 for Trey Young. That's one of the things that caught my attention early. Uh, supposedly, Stevie, now supposedly, uh, they're going to try to incorporate Onyeka Okongwu a lot more this season. If that's the case at 4,400, I think he's got some nice value here against the Hornets who haven't really made a whole lot of changes. I'm going to start this season out early, banging the drum that these guys will not be rebounding well. I know Nick Williams is there. and uh, uh, Excuse me. I said Nick Williams. My goodness. Nick Richards and Mark Williams. but And, and Mark Williams can't rebound. But w- we'll see how this team starts out. I still think we're going to have the same issue. Mark Mark Williams was there last season. So, But Okongwu from, from Atlanta is, is a sneaky target of mine uh, in, in large field stuff. Um maybe, maybe I, I play a little bit of Sadiq Bay. Like, this should be a high-paced game. Um, so I I just kind of like this game environment as a whole. Uh, Bogdanovich at 5,300, he, he's probably, if he gets 28 minutes, and he's probably the most stable value on this team. I'd love for him to get close to 30 minutes here. So uh, don't hate Trey Young, don't hate DeJounte, but uh, Okongwu, and uh and, and and bogey are probably going to be two of my favorites yeah i think a Kongu is super interesting if he is um going to get that role because i mean he's a guy that averaged over a fantasy point per minute last year him yeah. and clint capella both averaged over a fantasy point per minute so getting the minutes right in this center situation is going to be huge um i'm yeah. with you i don't think charlotte they were the worst team in nba last season against um bigs and i mean listen pj P.J. Williams. Uh, is it P.J. Williams? What is Why can't Mark Williams, Nick Richards, P.J. Washington. P.J. Washington. Well, okay. Listen, we're too <laughs> many names. I yeah. like my um, off-season like, NBA report on like who's in and who's out and who's where and which rookies are we actually going to pay attention to. And I am I got names everywhere. Um, but, yeah, I think overall for me on Atlanta, Trey Young, I know he's expensive. Always a large field tournament play. This guy averaged 1.35 fantasy points per minute last season. He's a he's a pan, fantasy minute producer. He, his usage was 32.5% last year. So um, fast. I think this game is like a fast-paced game, too. I think this game has 
the potential for a lot of pace. And I think that's, you know, another thing that we're looking for in the NBA. And let me say one more thing on this, Steve. I know, I know Big Hurt never saying needs some, some fan do plays. I did want to mention this, and I won't mention this too many times on the show because we got to move. But to give you an idea of what I think we're expecting from Okongwu, He's 6,200 on FanDuel and, and Clint is 6, 6K. And then you go over to DraftKings and Capella's 6K and Okongwu's 4,400. Like, I'm just telling you, like, this, this might be the time to get him this start because if he goes off this start, he's already 5K. The next start, 5,500, and then you've missed out on your opportunity. So just want to, to kind of drive that home. And I always have DraftKings up instead of FanDuel just because FanDuel don't, uh, doesn't always have the slate up the night before. Um, so that's why... Again, it's a first look. We're talking about situations. We're not talking a lot about like value unless we see something jumping off the page to us, um, just an overall value. But I love the point there about Okongwu on FanDuel over DraftKings. Charlotte side of this game, you know, no Bridges, no Martin. I think that I think Martin matters a lot. Um, obviously, I think Bridges matters, but we already kind of knew that he wasn't going to be playing here. At the Gosh, beginning of this season. guy's being a bonehead. Yeah, Cody Martin. Um, he had like a chance to play from what I was reading yesterday. And then as the day kind of progressed today, he was marked as out on the injury report. So, um, I mean, going into this game, I feel like Charlotte's super interesting. My question for you is with Martin out, do they unleash Brandon Miller right off the bat here and let him kind of play 28 minutes, 29 minutes in this game? Listen, man. I got to think Miller gets there, right? Here's why I'm saying that, Stevie. So I feel like our team got worse. And I'm I'm not saying that to be like – I feel like we got worse over the offseason. I know we drafted Brandon Miller. um, But but here's what I'm saying. You know LaMelo is going to start, right? You know Terry's going to start. I feel pretty confident Gordon Hayward is going to start here. You know PJ is going to start. And then – it's probably Mark Williams. Like, so when I'm looking at Brandon Miller, somebody off the bench has got to get these minutes. And it's yeah. definitely not JT Thor. I'm saying in a general sense, it's not Ish Smith. It's not Tail Maladon. Like, I think Brandon Miller might play 30 minutes in this spot, just in, in kind of a, a mixed match of situations and, and, and lineups. Um, my initial thoughts are Gordon Hayward, or not, excuse me, not Gordon Hayward. I'm sorry. One of LaMelo or Terry comes out. That, that's my initial thoughts. He comes in. He plays across into the second quarter. And then Terry, Terry or LaMelo go out, and the other comes back in. And that's how I think they're going to run this rotation. I, I think Brandon Miller, I think he plays 28 minutes safely with upside for 32, believe it or not. Yeah, because the, the good thing about like Brandon Miller, um, for anybody that doesn't like follow a lot like college basketball-wise, like – this guy can legitly play the two and the three. Um, so, like, yeah. he is very flexible along those lines. I mean, 5,400 on DraftKings, 5,600 on FanDuel. I think he's worth, you know, definitely some tournament shots here. This game, again, I think this game's going to have a lot of pace just in general. So, I know oh, it's yeah. the first game we're talking about. It's the second highest total on the slate. So, I mean, I think this game's going to have pace. We're going to want targets in this game. Um, tournament wise, I always think LaMelo ball needs to be up towards the top of the list. The guy is a triple double upside type of player, every single slate. So, I mean, definitely want to get some exposure to him. I think a wing does well, like wing players against Atlanta has kind of been a thing. So like, that's why I have interest in Miller. 
Um, I think Gordon Hayward, if you think he's going to play 28 to 32 minutes in this game, I think he's super interesting. I think um, he might have to, Steve. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, like, that's true. With Martin out, it's huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Martin being out is, is big because that's, I mean, he's a rotational guy. Um, he's a guy that, you know, they will use minutes-wise. So um, could interest, yeah, it could be a, a really good spot just overall. Um, you know, we kind of mentioned it, like, you know, Kelly Oubre is gone. That's a big piece. Like you, you were kind of talking about Dennis Smith Jr. is gone. Uh, they brought in Miles Bridges, but he's out. They brought in Nick Lakina. He's out. Um, so, I mean, the rotation wise, it really kind of sets up for a guy like Miller to instantly get big minutes. Um, so yeah. I think that's why it's somewhat interesting. And like, I don't think I touch like Maldon or, or um, Edmund Sumner on this slate, just because it's a 12 game slate. We're not going to need this guys. Oh, I don't God. think so. We're going to be so bad. Yeah. So bad. <laughs> Washington at Indiana taking Ooh, on buddy. the Pacers. 235 total in this game. Pacers a seven-point favorite. Um, Kuzma is questionable and Davis is questionable. It sounds like Kuzma is going to play. Um, oh, he, he – so from the time I wrote this until now, he's not on the injury report. I just checked one more time. Uh, so Kuzma is good to go. It all kind of pointed to him being good to go. So let's talk Washington. New look, Washington. Will, I think we should start with that. Um, I mean, Gallinari is here now. Jordan Poole is here now. Beal is gone. Goodwin's gone. Porzingis is gone. Monte Morris is gone. I think the opportunity for, like, Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma, like, we could see, like, 30-plus usage on a nightly basis for both of these guys. Yeah, like, let me say this, Stevie. For Jordan Poole to be 8,100, and Kyle Kuzma would be 7K. I think I'm saying between draft on DraftKings specifically, I think that's a missed price in my book. I, I think they both should have been way closer in price uh, than, than what they've given off already. So I just I, I think that's become like for instance on FanDuel 178 and 177. To right. me, that feels way more fair. Uh Kyle Kuzma, I'm assuming he's gonna get a fair amount of ownership facing uh Indiana here, even though they're on the road. I, I will say though, Stevie, I like Denny Avdia. Like yep, we've yep. kind of seen these weird seasons where he starts out the season getting 20 minutes, 20 because the, the roster was so clogged. I think this is it now, Stevie. Like Denny Avdia has a spot on this team, I hope. Um, and, and I hope it's a, a larger role. And what I mean is a stable role, kind of like we expect Brandon Miller to play 28 to 32 minutes a game. I'm expecting the same thing for Denny Avdia now. And so if he's going to come right out of the gate playing those types of minutes, we've seen what he can do when he's been given the opportunity. Uh, this also should be a fairly high-paced game. So uh, he's someone that I wanted to point out big time at 5,300 on DraftKings. I, 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 I like him a ton. He's 5,900 on FanDuel for what it's worth. So just to give you an idea of the value there, I, I, I really like him. And once again, I think on DraftKings, Avdia – and uh and um oh my goodness kyle kuzma those are my targets period i mean gafford has shown upside when given opportunity as well but i i think i like those two guys a little bit better yeah so i mean on fandle i definitely like jordan pullmore um, yeah. but on DraftKings, yeah. i like kuzma more just looking at pricing uh love the obvious call What's interesting, I don't think he starts either, so that could potentially lower his ownership. Right. Um, I think they start Colby, 
the rookie yeah. with Kuzma, Gafford, Poole, and Jones. Um, I do too, but I still I, think he gets 30 minutes. Yeah, because I mean, I, I really think realistically, like Kuzma could close at the five. I don't know if they really want Gafford out there closing many games. Um, So especially in a matchup against like the Pacers, uh, you know, you just look at like the Indiana side, I, I could see get Kuzma matching up with Miles Turner late in this game, um, yeah. in the second and the fourth quarter. So I, I think there's plenty of opportunity um, for Avia. So I, I like that call. Outside of that, I don't think I want to mess with like Kispert. I don't think I want to play Colaby. Um, I don't think he's the worst option as far as like value wise. Um, he it seems like he's going to come into the season healthy. Um, I know he had some stuff in summer league and um, preseason, but you know we'll have to kind of see how that plays out. But Pool and Kuzma main targets for me, depending on like the site you're playing on. Um, and I like the ad vehicle. Pacer side of this game. I think this is going to be a back and forth, up and down type of game. These are the oh, games man. that we're looking for. I think when we're looking at like overall studs, Halliburton's going to be mentioned, but not as highly owned as some of the other guys on this slate. I think he has like the potential will to break the slate. I think this guy when healthy last year really showed like his potential. You know, this is a guy that can have a 20 30 game. Like, yeah. He his his ceiling is like a 20-30 game. I really like Al Burton. You're not paying over 10k for him. Um, I think this is a phenomenal spot overall. Um, I mean, he's my favorite play from the Pacers. I don't hate Miles Turner in this game. I mean, I think he's okay at 5,900. He's a lot more expensive on FanDuel. Um, what are your thoughts on the Pacers here? So, Stevie, I'm gonna start at the bottom of the barrel here with the pieces and work my way up. And here's my question. How high owned is Obi Toppin going to be at 3K? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, price, my God. He, he's projected to start at the 4. No, he's going to start. He had a great preseason. Yeah. Stevie, I – like, okay. I, and I know I feel I know it seems like I'm really excited, and I am, because very, very rarely are we going to get 3K starters – to open up the season. And so I guess that's my question, Steve. Like, right out of the gate, how high owned is Obi Toppin going to be at 3K starting against Washington? Like, because if he's getting 30 minutes, he's going to get at least 20 fantasy points, I think, with upside for 25 to 30. And I think that's reasonable. Steve, like, he could end up with 35 fantasy points in this spot. As an example, I... There's some spots you fade... There's some yeah. spots you just eat the chalk. Yeah. And in I, basketball, it's so much easier to eat that chalk sometimes. Yeah. I I just I, I might be on a lot button with Obi Toppin, man. And I I didn't, you know, he's 3K. And, and you just 3K value is way different than any type of value you're gonna get in NBA where you got a guy starting and you know like he can produce, right? Like we've seen OB Toppin, even when he was in New York, when he got the chance, he produced. It's just he didn't get enough chick as many opportunities to produce. So anyway, I wanted to start there. I'm going to continue to work my way up. Uh, I think Benedict Mathurin is still going to be, you know, a good option for us, even at 5,400. Uh, even if he's coming off the bench, I don't care. Like he, he'll he have nice usage off the bench. I'm with you on Halliburton. You know, they got Bruce Brown in Indiana now. Uh, I'm, I'm probably – I'm on the fence with Bruce Brown. I think this, I think this is a potential game stack spot, Stevie. Because you can get in, especially on DraftKings, like I can get in Denny 
and Kuzma and run it back with for sure Toppin, for sure, you know, Mathurin, for sure how like I can I can really build this thing out. So overall, this is this might be legit my favorite game on the slate, and we, we're just getting started. But it's it's so much opportunity here. Might have got a lot wrong on an opening night as far as fading um, Jokic, but man, Nurkic is smashing. I hope this continues. I might actually make money with the Jokic fade if Nurkic keeps doing his thing in the second half of this game. Low owned, absolutely smashing. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's it. I don't have anything else to disagree. Obi Toppin, super chalk. I'm going to play it. Um, even in a single entry contest, I know yeah. he's going to be extremely chalky. Don't care. Basketball, and you kind of talked about like Bruce Brown coming in. Bruce Brown, Obi Toppin were the two um, guys coming in here. Brissett is gone. Duarte's gone. George Hill is gone. I think eventually. Um, how, how did Buddy Heel stay on this roster? I, I don't know, man. How in the world? <laughs> I think uh, I think eventually, like we'll see more and more Walker. I don't know if it happens right at the beginning of the season, but I think we'll see more and more Walker, um, the rookie they drafted. So. All right, moving on, Will. We got Boston at New York facing the Knicks. This game has a 225.5 total. The Celtics, a three and a half point favorite. No total. I mean, no injuries on the injury report for this entire game. Uh, let's go Boston first. I mean, new look Boston Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be so tough to beat, man. I mean, just a really sound basketball team. Drew Holiday now in Boston. Porzingis now in Boston. Brogdon's gone. Gallinari's gone. Smart's gone. Both the Williams are gone. Um, but I mean, we're looking at a projected starting lineup of Holiday, Brown, Tatum, Porzingis, and Horford. And I, like Horford, he's not like the sexiest play ever. But like as a real, a yeah, I was gonna though. say, man, as a real basketball player, like I mean, you can't you can't do wrong with Al Horford. Um, go Gators. Let's talk Boston. Will I think the usage is gonna be something that's tough to predict with Drew coming aboard. I think Jason Tatum is still gonna have those games where he has like those blow up games. Mm-hmm. But this is gonna be a team. I feel like when full strength Celtics, we're not gonna be playing a ton of this team. And tell me if I'm wrong here. Yeah, I, I don't think so. It, it feels like Steph, Clay, KD type vibes for me. Yeah, it does. Back yeah. in those days, like yeah, you, but four you, of them instead of three. I mean, Porzingis when he's healthy, like yeah, he has to be in that conversation. I mean, the price on Drew. I wanted to get your take on that sixty one hundred yeah. on DraftKings. I mean, he's he would be the play from Boston for me. Like out of everybody, like I don't even know if I want to play Derek White. Like why? Um, Exactly. Drew, yeah. <laughs> Drew Holiday, I think, is the one guy that's probably too cheap because he can pick up 40 points scoring 12 real points. Like he doesn't have to score 25 points to get there. So I think I think he's the one guy. I I think Porzingis is appropriately priced, actually, for how this team is set up. And then I'll make the sites prove me wrong with him. One guy I gotta play, I think, is Drew Holiday. Yeah, I mean, listen, fantastic basketball team. Um, as an Orlando Magic fan, super sad that like this is an East Coast team, um, Eastern Conference team, if you would rather it said that way. But, I mean, just a phenomenal team. But DFS-wise, I think 
you know, we we tend to dabble in the the pick'em streets. I think we'll find value every once in a while, depending on matchups in the pick'em streets. But I think DFS wise, um, fantasy like salary DFS wise, it's gonna be tough. Uh, Nick's side of this game, I mean, almost the same look. Nick's a couple pieces here and there gone. Um, you know, Rose obviously gone. We talked about Obi Toppin going, and um, he's gone. But I mean, they really they brought in DiVincenzo. Nothing really changing as far as the Knicks are concerned here. Will, talk to me here about New York. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oh, did I lose you? Oh, oh, he's back. Okay, I thought I was muted. I was not muted. So I, I just didn't say anything this time. Um, right. I was like, what is he doing? I reverse muted myself without actually doing it. So <laughs> I was like, wait, 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 where's the mute? Where's the mute? And I'm like, oh, I'm not muted. Okay. Um, with So with New York, I, I, I have some interest in Jalen Brunson right out of the gate at 7,600. Like this is a guy last season where we kind of, once he's kind of settled into his role, Stevie, he was an $8,500 player. I feel like we're getting a little discount. We're getting a discount because of Boston. I get it. I'm not thrilled that he's going to see Drew Holiday defense, but I think in, in large field tournaments, uh, this is this is a good play today um, because he's not going to see a lot of ownership. And this is a guy that can put up 50. I'm not saying he's going to today, but he's it's definitely in the cards. But generally speaking, I think that's about it for me. I don't really want to play anyone else like – you can almost convince me to play a little Mitch Rob in this spot. Yeah. But that's because he's 5,200. He does have some upside, but that's probably about it. I don't want to play Randall here. I don't want to play, you know, I, I don't even want to play RJ, even though he's still there. Uh, you know, RJ is just kind of a mid player anyway. Like his upside is pretty capped unless a lot of guys are out. Yeah. I think uh, Mitch Rob is like the, the playable guy on DraftKings. I just looked at his Fandle price. I'm not like overly thrilled about the $6,400 price tag. Um, I think Mitch Rob is like the one guy. I mean, listen, the ceiling is always on. Okay, not always, but the ceiling when you're typically looking at the Knicks is Julius Randle or Jalen Brunson quickly has that like that potential. Mitch Rob was really close to like a fantasy point per minute producer last year. Mitch Rob is just way cheaper than these guys. So um, not the greatest matchup in the world for Mitch Rob. But we like the price tag. The price tag on DraftKings at 5,200, I think, is an extremely fair price tag. Um, I don't even hate 
if you're if you're thinking Drew kind of you know potentially shuts down Brunson a little bit, and you think quickly gets a couple extra shots up um, at fifty four hundred, he would be like a, if I'm running like a one fifty or maybe even like a twenty entry max build. Um, I think he would potentially make like the the player pool um, and see if it spits out any teams with projections on him. Houston at Orlando taking on my magic 221 total here. Orlando, a four point favorite Easton and Oladipo out for Houston on the Orlando side. Gary Harris is questionable. Don't know how much Gary Harris is really going to have a role in this offense just in general. Um, so even if he does to be play booted out of this office now, anyway, too many young guys. Dude, we're young. Uh, let's talk Houston first though. Kind of a kind of a new look Houston team. Will um, you know Porter Jr. gone? Um, hopefully he gets his stuff together. Um, everything I was reading on him, just kind of hope the best um, for those situations. And then just looking at Houston as a whole, we're gonna see like a starting five of like Van Vliet, Green, Brooks, Smith, Sangoon. I think would be. Um, the starting five here, Jabari Smith, I think at 5,600 is a little interesting in this spot. What are we kind of expecting? I think from Van Fred Van Vliet and what are we kind of expecting from Jalen green? I think are the questions entering the season here for on the Houston side of the ball. Yeah, I think for me, I feel like Van Vliet, I think he might be a little bit too high priced. For, yeah, he's for not open, a huge usage night. guy. Even like yeah. in situations where like Toronto had people missing, he was never like that like massive usage guy. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, because listen, here's what we do know, I think, Stevie. Jalen Green is going to be pushing 20 shots here almost every game. Close. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like some oh, yeah. games he'll probably be 24, 25, some games 18. But generally speaking, he's going to be close to a vol- – he's going to be the volume guy on this team. So at 6,200 – I don't, I don't hate him. Uh, this is a guy that can, if he's on, he can put the points in the bucket. Um, I I feel like Singoon, Stevie, at 6,700, he's yeah. probably like the up the real upside play because of everything he's going to be able to do now, I think, in his offense. So for me, I, I think Green and Singoon are kind of the primary plays. I, I, I'm not going to play Dylan Brooks. Um, I don't hate Jabari Smith. Uh, in a in a general sense, but those two plays on this big slate feel like the right pillars to build around if you want to take some Houston guys. Yeah, I noticed um, uh, earlier when I was looking at when I pulled up Fanduel and I was looking at stuff. Sangoon was like seventy nine hundred on Fanduel, and he's sixty seven hundred on DraftKings. Like crazy. Yeah, like Orlando potentially is going to be solid defensively. Um, and I'm not just saying that as a Magic fan. Like Isaac coming back. Um, He's a really good defender. Wendell Carter Jr. is a decent defender. Sangoon, like when he got minutes at the end of last season, we saw him get a little stretch of like minutes. Dude, is a, he's just a beast. Um, you know, yeah. looking at like his overall numbers from last year, he averaged 1.21 fantasy points per minute. He's 6,700. If you have him projected for 30 minutes, he smashes this price. Um, so yeah. love the Sangoon call. Let's talk about my magic. Will, we're a young team. We're going to have, you know, Paulo have these upside games. Banchero, extremely talented. He's going to have those games where he just blows up. I think it's it's a well-rounded young team where I don't think there's, like, one guy that, like, stands out to me as, like, a, the massive usage guy. Um, I mean, if anything, it might be Paolo. I think he ended last season around, like, 28%. 
but it was very spread out. Franz Wagner, I think, finished at 24%. Foltz was at like 21%. Wendell Carter was at 21%. Cole Anthony was at 21%. I don't think there was enough moves with this roster in general where we're like, you know, people are in and people are out. Like, if anything, like Joe Ingles is here, he might take an extra couple minutes from the young guys. Um, but I think the Magic have kind of just bought in and just are playing this like we're building, we're rebuilding, fully rebuilding. Um, they got a young team, but I mean, DFS wise, like maybe Cole Anthony at 5,300, um, just pure hoping that he has like one of his upside type games, but I don't have a ton of interest in my magic here. Yeah, man, that that's, that's where I am. Cole Anthony at 53 feels like the play. Now I will say this, Stevie, when I head over to FanDuel, I'm getting Paolo at 75. I'm very intrigued against Houston. Like, this should be a really, you know, up and down affair. So I'm playing Cole Anthony on both sides, Paolo on FanDuel. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's I think that's kind of kind of where I'm at. Like, I, I do think if it's something to watch for the first like week of the season. Because like sites are really slow on pricing anyway, but just watch Jonathan Isaac's minutes. Yeah, if he is going to come back and play big minutes, dude is finally be healthy. Yeah, like he's a defensive like he's he's a guy that can get you four, five, six steals, blocks a game, um, and then like you know get assists and rebounds and stuff. So, um, just watch Isaac's minutes the first you know week week and a half of the season. Yeah. Cleveland at Brooklyn, 220 total in this game. Kind of low low total. Cleveland a one-point favorite. All right, real quick. Allen out, Wade doubtful, Garland questionable. Brooklyn side, DSJ upgraded to probable, Whitehead out, starting with Cleveland. No Allen, Wade doubtful, tougher game, tough matchup. Get it, but, I mean, how do we not have a ton of interest here in Evan Mobley? Please, um, yes. Just that's how it. how do we not have a ton of interest in Evan Mobley? I know Yeezy was talking about it in chat. Agree 100%. How do we not have a ton of interest in him in this spot? Like, I get it. I get, like, the slower-paced game. But even at 7,400 on FanDuel, you could play him as power yeah. forward on FanDuel as well. Like, I, I like Mobley a lot in this game. Yeah, and I like can be more on DraftKings where he's 6,700, 6,300, excuse me, Stevie. On DraftKings, he's 6,300. This is, I mean, we're, oh, I mean, this is the play from Cleveland, and I think we we can about wrap it up from there. Like, yeah, we could play some of these other guys, like, you know, and I get it. Like, Karis LeVert at 4,900 is probably way too cheap for this spot, Stevie, even though, you know, it's supposedly a tougher game on paper, maybe. Um, I think he's a little bit too cheap, but uh, yeah, give give me for sure Evan Mobley. Yeah, Easy. I mean, I I think he's one of the better value plays. Like everyone, oh well, he's not four K. How can he be a value play? I mean, value is not just you know. He could get you forty five fifty in this spot. Yeah, I mean, just <laughs> at six K. I, I think if Garland sits, we we obviously can have more of a conversation. I think on like Mitchell and see like how Mitchell and Levert kind of project minutes-wise. If um, Garland says Levert's going to be a lot, too. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, watch that situation. They did bring in um, from uh, Miami, Max Strauss, 
So like he's a potential guard minute type of guy as well. He's super cheap. And I know, um, you know, just kind of pay attention to that situation. I, I think like we could potentially see Strauss start in this game. If the news comes out um, that Garland's not going to play. So pay attention to this one. This one obviously is huge. I guess Strauss could potentially start anyway at the three potential, right? Like they, Cleveland projects to be a little bit smaller, so Strauss might start anyway. Um, it'd be interesting to see who they start with them with, like, Wade out too. Like, watch this yeah. news. This could be – watch this news, react to projections and minutes here because slower pace game, kind of a defensive type of game, but – You overlook it and all this value sitting right there in your yeah, face. Yeah, a lot of value. Brooklyn yeah. became a lot better defensively at the end of last year when they moved on from some of the players and they brought in some of these younger guys. So they're not like this non-defensive team anymore that we picked on all the beginning of last year. So uh, let's go to that Brooklyn side of things. I mean, I think we're all kind of interested to see like what we're, what we're going to get from Simmons. We saw Bridges come over last year and um, look phenomenal in a Nets jersey. Talk to me here about Brooklyn. Yeah, Steve, I'm honestly very interested in, in Ben Simmons. Um, at 5,900 in this spot, like, if he's going to be full go and we're going to get, let's say, a version of Ben Simmons from three years ago where he was very active, could score eight points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists, that type thing, and get steals and blocks, at 5,900, I think he's worth a shot. Uh in this spot here. So I, I actually really like him on this slate. I, I've got a ton of interest uh, in him. Mikel Bridges at 7,800. Uh, I, I think that's just okay, Stevie, because for me, um, I, I feel like his peripherals may go down with Ben Simmons fully healthy. He, the scoring may be there, but if he scores 25 points, he's got two assists and two rebounds. That's not helping me at 7,800. So I, I'm probably less interested in him. I had a lot more interested in, you know, a Claxton, uh, in a, uh, a Cam Johnson, something like that. But but Ben Simmons is actually my top target from this team today. Um, I want to get him just in case he has an explosion early. I want to be ahead of, ahead of the field. Yeah, let a lot of, read a lot of reports out of preseason for Ben Simmons about him being more aggressive and actively looking um, for shots, which – we didn't see that at all last year. Let's just let's just say yeah. it how it is. We didn't see that all last year. Um because he is someone like if he is putting up, you know, 12, 14 points, like he's a 7K, 8K player because of what he does on like the assist front and the rebound front. So Steve, if um, he scores 14, if he averages 14 points a game, he's probably he might make the all-star team. Like yeah, he might be like 9K. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Because if he's He's also probably going to average seven boards, seven assists, yeah. and and just be so involved defensively. I I just so anyway, I know we I know we agree, but I I really want to be ahead of the field on him if it comes together for him early. I mean, price wise, he makes the most sense too. Like Bridges, yeah. I like Bridges a lot. He doesn't make a ton of sense at seventy eight hundred. I think Dinwiddie is is a guy that we're going to play a bunch in certain matchups this year, but he doesn't make a ton of sense in this matchup against Cleveland. Cleveland was one of the best defensive teams, and I think they were the top team in defense against guards last season. So, like, it's really hard for me to get Dinwiddie on this slate. So I, I really think, like, Ben Simmons makes the most sense. Um, I don't mind Claxton, like you said, at his price. Um, 
here in this one. Moving on, we got Detroit at Miami, 219.5 total in this game. Miami, a nine-point favorites on the Detroit side. Bogdanovich is out. Morris is out. Livers is out. On the Miami side, Jay Rich is out and Highsmith is out. So a lot of outs, not a lot of question marks. I like a lot of outs instead of a lot of question marks. It makes yeah. our job a little bit easier. We'll go to Detroit first. Young team, a lot of talent. You know, they drafted um, Asar Thompson, who projects to be a really, really solid scorer, and they're going to pair him with Cade Cunningham. Cade Cunningham's 9K. Uh, tough matchup against Miami. Thompson's 5,700. Ivy's 6K. My initial thoughts here is just like everyone is kind of priced out for me. Um, what are your thoughts here on Detroit? Yep, not playing a single person from Detroit today, Stevie. We we agree a hundred percent. Just I don't see it, right? Like that's yeah. just my especially with Kate at 9k. Like, stop. Not 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 in this matchup. That that's a price for like Charlotte or Indiana or not against Miami. Heavens no. I want someone to go back, and I'm not being serious, but someone go back to the first MLB um playoff podcast and say. And like clip me saying, I would love to see a Diamondbacks Rangers World Series, please. Um, I can't wait for this World Series. Two of the most underrated teams in baseball this year, Diamondbacks Rangers World Series. Let's go! Listen, my, my blitz compadre Cardi got to oh. got to pour one out for you, brother. Yeah, he basically sent this team to the World Series earlier this season <laughs> and didn't even know it. <laughs> oh, it was a rough Man. year for Cardi when it came to both of these teams. That's for sure. <laughs> Oh, man, what a what a year. What a year. Unless projections point me to something on the Detroit side, I'm I'm probably fading Detroit on the slate. And then yeah. I probably am in the same boat for Miami. If anything, maybe some, some BAM here. But, I, I mean, I don't expect we, – we know that Caleb Martin's going to be on, like, a minutes restriction um, in this game. So, like, if you – if you get like a a decent, if you get like a decent like Jacquez Junior like minute projection here, he is minimum salary. Do we expect him to play 20, 25 minutes in this game with Richardson out with Martin on a minutes restriction? So like, I think that's one value play that we could potentially take shots on. But I mean, they do still have like Robinson and and RJ Hampton. So like, I don't think it's a lock that Jack was junior plays 30 minutes. I think if he gets 20 to 25 at three K, he could potentially be a pivot off of Obi Toppin, or you just play both of them and, and add more studs to your lineup because I mean, three K players are nice. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I Tyler hero. I, yeah. I have some interesting hero. Like, yeah. Hero was the hero of the preseason for this team. Jimmy Butler pretty much sat all the games, I think. So Jimmy didn't really play preseason like that. Jimmy, you got to – Jimmy's – he's feeling emotional, man. Yeah, I, I know. He's so sad. I, I would be sad too. Um, I know he wanted his buddy to be in Miami with him and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah, so – That but, team's – gosh, we have, we're not talking about the Bucks <laughs> on this slate. But, man – how how does the Eastern Conference Finals not go through the Celtics and Bucks this year? Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think anybody else has enough. Like, barring injuries, let me just say that. Yeah, I mean injuries. Yeah, yeah, barring injuries. But yeah, I think um, Hero would be my 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 guy for Miami at sixty three hundred. I th I think he's he might have to 
carry a lot more of the scoring load than I think we anticipate here, Stevie. Like he might be a 20 to 22 point per game guy this year if things fall his way. I mean, Miami really didn't do much, right? They yeah. lost Yurt Seven, they lost Vincent, they lost Strauss, they lost Oladipo, and they replaced them by like Richardson, who's out, RJ Hampton, okay, um, Diallo, Thomas Bryant. Like, yeah, Strauss is a scorer. Vincent is a, a guy that could score. Like, they, I mean, they're just, I, I think I agree with you as far as like maybe Hero does get an extra like five shots up a night. Um, and I that, think he's gonna have to. Yeah, like we, we we see him closer to like fifteen to twenty shots a night this season. Um, if he can stay healthy, he's another guy. Like if he right. stays healthy, so I like the Tyler Hero call. The more I think about it, the more I, I could see um, playing some Tyler Hero. Minnesota at Toronto, two twenty-two and a half here. Minnesota one-point favorite. McDaniel's out. Clark out. Toronto's good to go. We'll start here with the Minnesota side. Will any interest here in the Timberwolves? Uh, slight interest. Um, so here's what I want to do, Stevie. I, I, I want to play Carl Anthony Towns today at 8,600. Like, I feel like this might still be too cheap for this team. Like, uh, Anthony Edwards, I don't think the, the gap in fantasy point production is that huge between him and Anthony Edwards on DraftKings, where Anthony's 96 and he's 86. I feel like that's way too low. We do we do know that Rudy Gobert's been there, and he was there last year. And Towns was still very productive. So I, I like him at 8,600. And I don't hate Rudy at 7,100. Like, that's still – those are still targets uh, that I think we can, you know, we can get involved in. And then if you go – like, if you go over to FanDuel, you see where Towns is 91, Rudy 75 – and then you're getting uh, Anthony Edwards at 93, where the gap's closer. So DraftKings has really weird pricing for these star players on these teams today, where there's a big gap between the two, where they, the production is going to be about equal. Do you know where I like Anthony Edwards today, Will? In the prop bet and pick'em streets. Oh yeah, um, that's where I like Edwards. Um, spoiler yeah. alert for. Please give us twenty four point five, twenty three point. I don't know where it is. I haven't looked. I'll start that like early the, tomorrow morning. I'll get up and start hammering. But please give us something like low twenties. I'm gonna 23. tell you because we do the morning grind game, and one of the morning grind questions is a pick'em or prop that we like. I'm just going to give you mine now. I'll do it in the game too, but it's Anthony Edwards more than 24 and a half points. Um, oh, 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 yeah. Steve. Oh, <laughs> just, yeah. Right, I'm right just telling you guys now. Um, oh, I, I like up, that one. Coming off, <laughs> com, coming off a, a, a team USA summer. Like, you know how, you know how this happens, right? He comes out of the gate blazing. Oh man, Steve, that's, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah, that's just, fantastic. Just throwing it out there. Um, yeah. There you go. For, for everyone that likes the morning grind game. Um, I mean, you could play Towns on DraftKings at 8,600. I don't hate that. Is he my favorite center play? No. I like the fact that you can play him at forward, though. Um, that opens up a lot, so don't hate that. I just – I worry – I still worry about, like, what this front court looks like with Rudy Gobert getting 15 rebounds a night. Like, how does that hurt Towns' like, ceiling? We when we saw Towns have those like monster games, he like not only was scoring thirty plus points, he was still getting rebounds and and blocks and steals. Like 
Rudy Gobert cuts into that. Like he yeah. he's going to cut into that. So I, I just worry about like the overall ceiling. The Toronto side, Toronto's going to need some size here. Do we take some shots on Jakob Podol and just hope he stays out of foul trouble against Gobert and Towns and the mix of the two? Like he's fifty nine hundred. He's someone that I wrote down on my sheet um, as a potential play here. I don't have a ton of interest in this game as a whole, but I feel like. Podol plays center. Siakam plays the four type of game. And if Podol can stay out of foul trouble, I mean, I could see him having like a 10-10-2 type of game. Is that enough at 5,900? We'll see. Yeah, for sure. I It, it could be. Um, I Toronto's an interesting team for me this season. I do think Dennis Schroeder at 5,300 is viable in this spot. Um, we just kind of got to see how it goes. I, I think Scotty Barnes is viable. I think um, OG Ananobi is viable at these prices. I'm not playing Pascal Siakam at 10K on opening night. I'm just yeah, but I'm, don't I'm we think sure. don't we think like Siakam's gonna be the usage guy in this? Like he's gonna be the alpha, right? Like who? Stevie. Maybe Barnes. Schroeder's not a usage guy. OG's not a usage guy. Like. Barnes, Siakam, the usage guy. Yakapoto, like, we're talking about this dude scoring, like, 10 points off of rebounds and stuff. Like, the usage has to be – and I'm not saying I'm playing Siakam for what it's worth. I'm just saying, like, when you're predicting usage and you're predicting, like, minutes, like, Toronto plays their guys into the ground. Usage but, has to be to Siakam. Maybe – Maybe well, coaches will have to see. Oh, I mean, Yeah. We'll have to see. I, here's who else my, are they going to play, though? I mean, I mean, have, have you looked at this bench? <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> I mean, they're going to play him. Look, I've seen Dennis Schroeder be ball hog. Dennis Schroeder, uh, he's a little older in his career now. Like, he's also coming off, you know, he was playing for uh, – I'm, I'm pretty sure he was playing for Germany. If he wasn't – either way, he, he played over the summer as well. Um, I, I think my favorite player is Scotty Barnes, like straight up. I think I think Scotty straight up for me. Um, Siakam just feels too expensive for everything else I can do on this slate with other stars. So I I don't I don't think I can do it. But Scotty for sure is like he's in the pool. I mean, we we probably should like. I mean, you kind of already did it, but we should like at least say schroeder at 5300 is someone you could take tournament shots on because if he does play like 30 plus minutes he is a guy that is close to a little under fantasy points per minute like i mean so maybe you could take some shots on schroeder just at 5300 like i would play schroeder before i'd play like gary trent jr yeah yeah for sure for sure because like schroeder he can fill up the stat sheet a little bit um as well with some assists and he'll get like you know those like three to five rebounds a night type of stuff so um yeah i mean overall i don't have a ton of interest in this game it's one of my least favorite games on the slate so it's probably gonna go bonkers you're welcome game stack it um send me venmo okc (laughs) at (laughs) i'm joking um does he start um who uh, easy who schroeder yeah schroeder oh yeah schroeder starting yeah no doubt about it the projected starters are schroeder og barnes siakam podal um for what it's yeah yeah Yeah. schroeder didn't go there to sit on the bench this time he started yeah all right thunder bulls we talked about one of my least favorite games now we're going to go to one of my favorite games on the slate 
Poku's out, Kendrick Williams is out, Jalen Williams is out, um, and then Ball. Lazo Ball, man. Out for the season from what everything I've read. Um, he's going to miss the season. Rehabbing. Um, I mean, sounds like he has a positive attitude. He's like 25. We like we think like Lonzo is older than he is, I feel like, because of everything, um, all the media attention, but only 25 years old. If he can get that knee right, I could see Lonzo coming back next year and playing a pivotal role. Let's go Thunder first here. I am really excited for this team as a whole this year. Like I like my magic, they're super young. They're they have some talent, but like Whole Green and Williams and Giddy and um SGA, Poku, like um oh, I guess Poku's playing here. I had originally writ- written him down as out, but yeah, it looks like Williams he's is out though. Williams is for sure out. Yeah, Kendrick's not gonna play. All right, Will. Don't forget about Lou Dort. Yeah, like young team. Gonna have some pace. We saw a lot of usage last year to SGA. Um, Giddy is someone that can fill the stat sheet. What are your thoughts here on the Thunder? Um, I feel like SGA is a little bit too expensive for the new, for kind of the new construction of the team. And I'm saying that because, look, I don't know how how home green is going to be completely integrated into this offense per se but if they're if he's going to have scoring opportunities like it's one ball and they're a young team and and sga has has been the guy but i don't i don't know if he's going to be worth 10-5 with this team construction like if you look at the team right now stevie stevie giddy isn't a score but like he's going to be involved lou dort isn't necessarily a score but he's going to be involved Chet Holmgren is definitely going to be be involved. I, I just I don't know if I want to play anyone. I know it sounds crazy. It's it's really just how they have the the pricing broken down here. I think SG is yeah. too expensive. Giddy's right on the edge. Dort's probably fine at fifty four hundred, and Chet is just unproven. So it's like I I don't really want to play anyone, and I feel like I'll just have to miss the boat if they have a blow up game right out of the gate. So my take on home green is he's going to be the starter and he's going to step right into 30 minutes a night. Um, Yeah, I I think so too. Yeah. I, this is production. I mean, this, this matchup at 6,500, I think he's 6,900 on DraftKings or FanDuel tough matchup against Vooch. Not the, not the matchup you want to start your season with, but um, he's one of my, he's one of my favorite, like, um, like outside shots for rookie of the year. We all know who's going to win the rookie of the year, but he's one of my outside shots for like rookie of the year. Um, I think like he's Who you super got for talented. Rookie of the year? Scoot Henderson. Yeah. No, come on, Will. <laughs> come on, man. I know you're messing with me. I do like, I do like Henderson too. We'll talk, we'll talk about I, him. No, Okay. I, I was joking. Sneakily. If anybody I, else is you, were, you were joking, but you weren't joking. I know what you're doing. Like his production in Portland, I mean, with Lillard, gone, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I okay, like Home Green, I'm gonna play him a bunch this year. Uh, yeah. I am, but I don't think this is the right spot. I'm not very high on Oakland or OKC. Um, they're an interesting tournament stack. Like this game is an interesting tournament stack. That's why I, I like this game because, like, yeah. if you just ignore pricing in this game, let's talk about the Bulls. Levine sixty eight hundred, Vooch sixty nine hundred, DeRozan seventy one hundred. DraftKings is enticing bad, us bad, to play. Bad. 
they're they're enticing us to play Man. these guys, Will. Like Steve. Vooch, Vooch this at sixty nine hundred might be one of my favorite center plays um outside of Mobley on this slate. Steve, it's just bad pricing by D like DK's just trying to hand somebody a win on this slate. But people win. won't build it. I mean, they won't build they'll they'll be like, oh, Obi Toppin, chalk at 3K. We don't want to play him. <laughs> so, okay, so thank you. <laughs> this is why, Stevie, I don't want to play SGA. I don't want to play um Pascal Siakam. When I can get these types of plays in the six, it's not going to be often, Stevie, you can build high ceiling teams with a bunch of six and seven. K. Like we're not going to see this throughout the season. Yeah. This might be it. And so to be able to do that, like Stevie, I might have to build a full script here. Like in my mind, I didn't want to go ham, but on DraftKings, this, this price is just ridiculous. Um, Play the three stars from from from, uh, from Chicago and you move on. Like super easy, super easy. If you're running like okay, if you're running like a twenty inch max, let's just we'll use that because I know a lot of our listeners love that twenty inch max because it's one of the best contests that there is on DraftKings. Yeah, if you're running a twenty inch max, you literally can make a group with all three of these Chicago players and make sure you have at least one on every build. Like that's that, how. That's literally what I was thinking. Literally. Yeah, because I mean. They're just they're just way underpriced for a matchup with the Thunder. Like, yeah, insane. I would be shocked if not at least one of these guys go off. I would max it at two. I wouldn't play all three. Um, yeah, but I would Stevie, try to get most close. of my builds with one. It's close because at these prices, Stevie. So with this team, you can almost count on all three of these guys for forty fantasy points tonight, roughly. Like you know, it'll be thirty-eight, yeah. thirty-seven. But, but I'm saying. Stars align, they all go 40, and one goes like way 40 plus, one's 45, one's 42. So at these prices, like you can technically afford to get away with it. I agree with you. Two is probably your max, but I think at least one should be in almost every lineup. You want to hear something funny? Two games last year against the Thunder. Vooch averaged 38, DeRozan averaged 47, and Lavino averaged 42. You, you see what I'm saying? I didn't look 41. at that. You pulled it up, but that's my point. Yeah, Let funny. me answer this from, from Travis. He says, who gets the first Chief Justice lock button of the year for NBA? That already happened. Yeah, yeah. You, you've missed it, sir. Uh, we, we came in hot. Josh Gillum comes in and says, why is Obi Toppin 3K? Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what we were thinking. And Obi Toppin is the first lock button of the year. No reason to fade him at 3K. Like, just no reason. Oh, man. All right, New Orleans at Memphis, 227.5 total. Memphis a one-point favorite. On the New Orleans side, Murphy, Alvarado, Marshall out. Can't read my own handwriting sometimes. On the Memphis side, John Morant, Adams, Clark out. Um, And I think think they said Adams is out for the season, too, Steve. Yeah, I saw that. Season ending. Just, man, it's tough to start the year. Tough. Well, I mean, especially with, like, the John Morant stuff. Um, Yeah, yeah. Well, he's and Brandon and Brandon Clark was already out too, so it's like, you know, just yeah. Brandon Clark was like a torn Achilles, and Miranda was he suspended for the first twenty five or? Yep. All right, let's go New Orleans first. Well, my question is, and my question is always going to be, is Zion a hundred percent? If Zion is a hundred percent, is ninety seven (laughs) enough? I mean, um. 
all joking aside, no Steven Adams is huge. No Clark is huge defensively. I don't think Tillman and Triple J are going to be like the best defenders inside here. What are your thoughts on – I want you to start with Zion because I, mm-hmm. I'm just generally curious um, and then go to rest on your New Orleans side. But, I, I mean, I – Zion on, on Fandles 8,700. Like, what are your thoughts here on Zion Williamson? Okay. And, and Steve, I'm, I'm only reading this. And I'm – okay. Not... And really quick, not to interrupt you, but to interrupt you, and I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know from Will – Chief Justice, fantasy man, not Chief Justice. I have a bunch of Zion Williams rookie card man, and I want him to go. Okay, I want to know from the DFS mind of Will Chief Justice. I got my card case right here, man. Zion, please have a great, great season, <laughs> so I can somewhat unload some of these. I bought um, some. Uh, I bought some low um, last year. You needed to. That was the, I, that was the right play. Because if I didn't want play, to, yeah. Yeah, let me say this. I'm going to read a blurb, Stevie, because I think it's important. And so I I do not advocate that you build your research around blurbs on inside the player cards, okay? But I think this is important to support what we're talking about here. This was on October 18th. Zion Williamson recorded 16.6 for eight field goals, 0 for 1 three-pointers, 4 for 5 free throws, three rebounds, three assists, five steals, and two blocks in Tuesday's 104-92 preseason win over the Magic. Now, it was preseason, and I get it, Stevie, but here's here's the bigger thing that I want to point out. That was in 16 minutes. Yep. Like, I want people to really sit back and think about this. In 16 minutes, he had 16 points, three rebounds, three assists, five steals, and two blocks. If Zion Williamson stays healthy... He's one of the most explosive, exciting players in the league. And he's a 60-point spot walking almost every night at 9,700. He's under 10K. It's a matchup with a slightly depleted Memphis for now. Um, I I, I don't hate it. Uh, I I think you play Zion shares here just because. Um, I don't think he plays 30 minutes in this spot, Stevie, for what it's worth. I think he's capped at 28 ish but i think you get some shares just because i wouldn't play him in single entry let me say that in tournaments he's for sure in play um i so we, i do one season long nba draft still and it's the rotor grinders one that we've been doing for a long time with a lot of the old old, old school rg people um yeah. i got zion at pick 45 and if they Ooh. if he if he stays healthy I am going to rub it in everybody's face all season long in the text 45. chain that we have. That's Pick amazing. 45. Um, it's a 16-team league. It's super competitive. I mean, the best of the best, if you think of like RG people over the years, are, are in this league. Um, so, yeah, I I can't wait to rub it. And like probably going to eat crow and he's going to get he's going to miss 50 games or something. But listen, I think I think if Zion makes if Zion plays 60 games this year and it's actually oh, not, I would not hurt, lock it in. Hurt. Give me 60 games at 40 fit that all, all day. Yeah. As long as he doesn't miss the end of the season during the playoffs. Yeah. All right. Well, um, right. keeping it going here. I got sidetracked. That was my fault. 
Obviously. Do we have any interest in Ingram or McCollum here, Valanciunas? Um, I think Valanciunas yeah. could eat up some rebounds, so maybe like a rebound prop for him in this game more than anything else. Um, I, I do have slight interest in Ingram, slight interest in McCollum, but I wouldn't play them together. Um, because one or the other should have a good game with Zion. I just I can't tell you which one, though. So I think for them, I, I build a group, and I'd say one or the other, but not never both. I was looking to see if they had – um. I don't see any sites that have Valanciunas's rebound prop up yet. Um, oh, 10. I, I think I'm going to take the over on that one. All right. Memphis side of this game. Um, defensively, Zion could give Triple J um, a tough time. But again, like if Triple J is healthy here, my, my issue with like Triple J is like, we already kind of know that like his minutes are going to be restricted a little bit to start the season. He's 6,600, which is a super fair price tag. Um, I think Tillman plays minutes in this game. That you're going to need him to play minutes in this game. I, I think like even a guy like David Roddy plays minutes in this game. What are your thoughts here overall on the Memphis side? Um, Marcus Smart at 5,800. I've got slight interest, Stevie. Like I think totally with, overlooked that. Yeah, yeah. I I, I think with no uh, no John Morant like. Like Bain's still going to get his shots, but Morant still got plenty of like, yeah, yeah. So I, I like him a ton. Um, I don't. I mean, Triple J is sixty six hundred. I think that's that's a really fair price coming out of the gate. Um, this I think this is an interesting little mini stack spot, Stevie, where you can kind of get Triple J and and uh, and Smart, and then maybe get Zion on the other side, or get one of McCullum or Ingram on the other side. I don't want to full stack this game. But, but I definitely think, like, Triple J's underpriced. And so is Marcus Smart, I think, for the role he's going to have on his team while John Morant's out for those that suspension. So I, I like those those plays quite a bit. All right, moving on here. We got Sacramento at Utah. 237.5 here. Sacramento a 1.5 point favorite. Duarte is questionable. Lyles is out. And Utah is good to go. Go to the Kings here first. Uh, Will, any thoughts here on Sacramento? Uh, like De'Aaron Fox. Um, I like Keegan Murray a ton at 5,100. Another year with this team, another year in the offense, he should be ready to go. And I like Kevin Herter. And if we think Malik Monk is still going to have that explosion off the bench, Stevie, I don't even mind playing him right out of the gate at 5K. He could go very overlooked on this slate because of all the other value. When essentially he's got 30-point upside night to night because of the role he has off the bench. So at 5K, I, I like him quite a bit. Um, Utah side. I think the Utah side is uh, super interesting here. Like, we, we I think, like, marketing is maybe a little too pricey for me. The guy yeah. that I really have a ton of interest in here is Walker Kessler. I think, like, we've talked a lot of about, like, big men being underpriced on this slate. Like, I mean, this guy projects to be like the starter, and I think like 27 plus minutes in this spot doesn't sound crazy. 5,600 against Sacramento. Um, I like, I think people are talking way too much about like how John Collins can make a difference here on Olenek. Like, I think Kessler is the guy, and I like the price. Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree with that 100%. I will, I hope they give us some Colin Sexton. Um, 
plays as well, Stevie, because he's another guy off the bench. And I'm going to read this blur because this is important because he did this all last year when he was healthy. Sexton, 24 points in 25 minutes um, in the preseason off the bench. And that's what he does, Steve. He comes in, he scores buckets. I view him in the same category as I grew, as I, as I view Malik Monk. Uh, and so this type of play here, I think, on this type of slate, where we might not need it, but in the event we want to get one of those big spins at 10K or Zion at 9,700, I think this is another play that we can incorporate. All right. I like the Sexton call. I don't mind that. There's no no sides have props up on him either. Dallas at San Antonio, 230 total here. Dallas a four-point favorite. Huge news. This is the news we're waiting on. It's one of the late games. Luca questionable. Um, huge news. Powell is questionable as well. Obviously, not doesn't matter as much. Hardy is questionable, which could be huge if Luca sits. On the San Antonio side, Collins is questionable and Graham is out and he is suspended, so he'll be out for a little while. Uh, Dallas first here. I mean, no Luca. Kyrie's the top one of the top plays on the slate. If Luca plays, I don't have any interest in Kyrie. You could definitely take shots on Luca. Um, if Pal sits, we could see Derek Lively right off the bat here play really solid minutes for Dallas, the rookie. What are your thoughts on Dallas? Yeah, I. I think I'm in the same boat as you. If Luke is in, my expectations of this team are really tempered from a DFS perspective because Luke and Kyrie are going to soak up a lot of their opportunities. If Luke is out, then, I mean, I think Lively is in play. I think Kyrie's in play. Um, you know, uh, uh, Curry, I think Seth Curry would be in play, like a lot more pieces. But if they both play, I'm just – my expectations are going to be way down. I, I, let me say this. Um, if Grant Williams, I, I do have some interest in Grant Williams at 3,900, whether he starts or comes off the bench, I think he's going to have a nice role with this team okay. um, just in terms of how they want to play. So at 3,900, he, he's another one of those weird values that I think is going to be in my pool, just in case. Luca and Kyrie played 443 minutes um, together last season. Luca had a 34% usage. Kyrie had a 26.75 usage rate. Luca averaged 1.47 fantasy points per minute, and Kyrie averaged 1.16. Difference-wise, it didn't change a lot for Kyrie, um, and it, it went down a little bit for Luca on his overall numbers. So, I mean, just... Something to note, love Court IQ if you haven't used that tool. It looks really good. We, we've changed a lot with Court IQ. Um, really easy to use, and it looks fantastic. Love the love the new look for Court IQ. Yep, I was looking at it earlier today. Yeah, team's doing a fantastic job with tools here. Uh, San Antonio, hey, they have a new guy on their team. Um, what do you – I just – I'm just so curious what you think on his price here. Um, 7700 for Wimbaya on FanDuel, 8,500 on DraftKings. They're like, we're not getting, we're not getting <laughs> stumped by this guy on opening night. Yeah, he's gonna have to prove it to me on DraftKings for what it's worth. I'm not, I don't think I'm playing anyone from the Spurs right out of the gate, Stevie. Like this, just, I don't think I'm gonna do it. If Victor comes out, he gets ten blocks and ten points and ten assists and ten rebounds. Okay, great. I just, I live with it. But at 8,500. I do want to see him. He, he played well in the preseason, Stevie. He did. I want to see it in real action, and they're not giving me any, any incentive to play him on DraftKings at 85. FanDuel, I think he's close. 
But DraftKings, I'm, I'm not going to touch. My question um, uh, that I'm just somewhat curious about, if Colin sits, like in the scenario that Colin sits, do we see – do we see like because of like Dallas's potential starting five? Do we see when by play the five? And in that scenario, does Jeremy Shokan start at forty seven hundred? Because I, I assume like John, Jones, Vassal, Johnson start. It's just whether or not like if Collins plays, is it so so Sean so can um, that starts in that like role or not um i don't know man i'm i'm really interested in him at 4700 because like he is someone that can fill the stat sheet up when given the opportunity oh yeah absolutely yeah i like that call uh and like okay and someone in chat say <laughs> i can listen to see if you say these names forever um but they said like blocks and rebounds for Victor on FanDuel, um, a nice bump. That's true, and he's he's cheaper on FanDuel. Like he's much more in play at seventy seven hundred on FanDuel than eighty five on DraftKings. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, last game: Portland at LA, taking on the Clippers. Twelve game slate. Thank you for bearing with us. I try to keep these under an hour. Wasn't never there was never going to happen tonight. Um, <laughs> Twenty eight total. The Clippers are nine-point favorites. Um, New-look Portland team, Will. Very, Very new-look new Portland team. I mean, my, my best guess that I wrote down is Henderson, Simmons, Sharp, Grant, Aiton as the starting five. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Or is it out yet? Let me look real quick. You think they're going to bring Brogdon off the bench? I, I mean, I guess, he, I guess he did it in Boston, so... They're probably just going to keep that rolling. It they so they have their starting lineup already out. It is Henderson, Simmons, Tybal, Grant, Aiden. I was really close when I was projecting yeah. it. I think yeah. Sharp eventually starts over Thibel. Um, I mean, at this point, if you're Portland, let the young guys play. Um, what are your thoughts here on Portland, just in general? Um, gosh, man, so Scoot's so too cheap. Yes, exactly. He's fifty eight hundred. So, 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 and this is my issue with DraftKings. Wimby is eighty five. <laughs> Scoot is fifty eight. That makes no sense. Yeah. Like so, you know, uh, we're gonna see Scoot. Like I, I feel like Scoot has the green light in a, in a sense. Like to let, let's go ahead and get your development going. We don't need you to be Damian Lillard. We need you to be Scoot Henderson. Who's but, gonna shoot? But that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. gonna be him. Yeah. Look, look. Let me say this. Simons is going to get his shots. Don't worry. Like he's going to get his 15 to 16 shots. But I think Scoot Henderson is absolutely right there. Uh, they picked up Aiton. I, I suspect Aiton will get, you know, 12 to 12 to 13 shots a game. Um, he's 6,400. I don't hate that price for him. Um, but but J- and Jeremy Grant's still there. I he's like probably, Jeremy Grant a lot in this spot. Yeah, yeah he, he should get his. I think Jeremy Grant will be another guy that takes 10 to 12 shots. But I do still think Scoot Henderson, between him and Simon, that's where most of the shot taking is going to come from, in my opinion. Yeah, I think the second unit is actually really solid on this team. You know, they have Brogdon, Sharp, and Williams on the bench. Um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a really solid second unit. Clippers side of this game, I mean, we're entering the season. Healthy Westbrook, healthy Paul George, healthy Kawhi. Um, I mean, you obviously are w- worried a little bit about 
where the usage is going to lie when all three of these guys are on the floor together. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Clippers? Uh, I don't hate Westbrook at 6,500 if, um, you know, if he's going to get normal starters minutes. Like, I don't, his score is, not, is never going to be the same, Stevie. Like, 30, 30 point Westbrook games are gone, but 12 to 14 point Westbrook games with seven, eight rebounds and seven, eight assists are probably his lane now. And that's still very good. I think for for where we're gonna see see this price is at 6,500. Uh, I I don't hate Westbrook. I don't hate Paul George at 95, and I don't hate Kawhi at 92. But I wouldn't play them together. One of them's probably gonna be in the upper 40s, and one will not. And I can't tell you which one that's gonna be right out of the gate. Gun to my head, I I'd say you know Paul George, but um, you know I, I've been playing Paul George for years now since he was in in Indiana, and so. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, I think Westbrook is my favorite play uh, on this team. Michael, my question is, do we think, and this is more of like a, a props type of question than it is like a DFS question. I think there's better values today, but do we think like Zubak, like he doesn't have a ton of competition just in general here, like the big man position. Do we think he plays like 28 to 30 minutes against Aiton? Like, this could be a rebounding, like, free-for-all for Zubac. And he's at nine rebounds right now. Like, I kind of like the over on Zubac because um, you're getting it really close to even money on most books. Like, what are your thoughts on that really quick? My thoughts are I don't trust Teron Lou. Like, Zubac. Yeah, who else are they going to play? Plumley. Like, uh, I know that sounds crazy, but – some games Zubak played 30, other games he played 18, and it was just like I can't I can't do it with Coach Lou. It's like he's all over the place. And I Yeah, can't. I hear you. <laughs> no, I was yeah. just looking, I like looking at props as we're going, and I saw yeah. like that one, that one just kind of stood out to me. Like you're getting it at eight and a half some places. Um Stevie, if he if you told me right now Zubak got 30 minutes, I'd be hammering you over. I think if, even in like 25 minutes against eight, and it might be enough. I don't know. Um, it, it's worth it. I think it, it close to even money. Like that's, I think that's worth it for sure. Yeah, he's on some books like he's nine and a half, and then some books he's eight and a half. The eight and a half, it's like one forty on most books. Price uh, okay. Price Picks has him at nine. I, yeah. I think that's a really close number. It's just all about minutes. Like, and I hate playing like risky with Pickham. I like I like sure things. So, yeah. all right, let's play the morning grind game. We'll get out of here. Thanks, everyone, for hanging out with us. Again, if you're listening, um, subscribe to our YouTube page. Help us out. Morning Grind, Rotor Grinders, Morning Grind YouTube. It's separate than the regular Rotor Grinders um, YouTube page. All right, well, using DraftKings pricing, favorite play under 5K to go 7X. If you say Obi Toppin, I will mute you for the rest of the show. Karis LeVert. All right, there you go. Like we don't we don't have to, I'm just saying we don't have to tell people to play Obi Toppin. Oh boy. I honestly thought you were gonna take mine and I'm glad you didn't, but give me a Kongwu um yeah from Atlanta. Uh over eight K to go under five X. Who's your bust today? There are some options. Who yeah, give me Pascal Siakam. Oh, oh I like it. Um I'm gonna go Sabonis. I just 
I like it. I like Sabonis as a whole. I don't like Sabonis um, at 10-3. Like, this the ultimate guy... call would have been Wimby if I would have went Wimby. <laughs> that was should've. the ultimate call. Oh, you should have. <laughs> All right, um, he can do it though. That's my like. He I can know. actually get that six a. <laughs> he can do it on defensive loan. Yeah. All right, favorite six x play today. Who do you got? I, I got a couple here. Um, I did write them down. I'm going Evan Mobley at sixty three. I just oh, you took mine. I can't, bro. He's he's like he's really probably Stevie the best value on the slate. Really, even though he's sixty three hundred. He's he's gotta be. Oh, I liked you took my you took my guy. I like your Ben Simmons call. I I think I'm gonna go with my boy. I think I'm gonna go with my boy Scoot, man. I really like I like it. I like Scoot Henderson a lot. Um I hate I hate rookies this early in the year, but I think like his usage potential is phenomenal. I know it's a tougher matchup, but um yeah, I'm gonna go with Scoot. I was looking to see what his they don't have like um point props up for him yet i'm so excited to see what it is all right um question four let's get weird gpp play of the day who do you got um i don't i don't know if this is weird or not i I was writing all my stuff down today uh give me triple j at 6600 oh i love that one I hope he's low owned. I don't think he'll be chalky because I think people like myself. I mean, I'm worried a little bit about like the minutes, um, but I like that play a lot. I, okay. This one's not like a weird GPP play. This is like thinking in this price range. I don't think this guy is going to be that popular on DraftKings. Give me Therese Halliburton. He's 9,100. I just hope the price keeps the ownership down. Like this range is really interesting. I like Halliburton a lot in this matchup here. Um, and you could p- pair him with Obi Toppin. Like I have no issues playing those two guys together. I don't think, I think Obi Toppin's too cheap. All right, Will, final question. Prop or pick em play that you like here. Um, who do you got? Um, I think, Steve, I'm going to go with... What always brings me home, man. Give me Clint Capella over 10 and a half rebounds against the Charlotte Hornets. Capella more than 10 rebounds. I already told you guys mine. Um, I have another one. I'm going to go Valanchunas more than 10 rebounds. We're going to make a little three-pick play here with Capella. Capella, Valanchunas, and Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards more than 24 and a half points. Um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go write that up on scores and odds now. You guys got it here free. Um, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, negative, man. I, I appreciate it. And I, I had a great time on this show. I know we went. This is probably about as long as we we typically go, but I, I had so much fun. Oh yeah, I mean, no one is gonna complain about an NBA opening night podcast. Appreciate everyone for hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out over there in the YouTube chat. I'm really excited for YouTube chat for NBA. Cause I, I feel like it's going to be a lot of people making fun of me um, for the way that I pronounce names. And it's going to be a lot of, um, you know, banter. So appreciate everyone hanging out. Hope you have a fantastic Wednesday back Thursday with the football podcast, because it's only a two game NBA slate back Friday with NBA. Have a great one. We'll see you again tomorrow.